Let me know if this sounds familiar. You have this idea to write your memoir and you're really excited. You have that burst of energy. You have that burst of motivation. You have this complete dump and flow of ideas that won't stop and it is so exciting. And you take all that excitement, all those ideas into a weekend of just writing and writing and writing. And it is so much fun because this is the first time you've really experienced this before. And it is just so invigorating and enlivening and you just feel different and alive in a new way. And then after a few days of intense writing and ideas, you kind of flag a little bit and you get back into your normal life and you know that you have this manuscript draft, the beginnings of this manuscript sitting on your computer. You know it's there. You still know what the ideas are, but you kind of just get back into your regular flow of life. Give it another few months and you're like, okay, hey, no, I'm going to make this happen. And so you sit and you, and you kind of have another burst of energy and motivation. So you spend another weekend really, really working on it and you make progress and you're really excited. And then the same thing happens where you kind of revert back to your regular life, your regular rhythms. By this point, you're starting to think, oh, well, maybe the only way that I can make progress is to be able to devote hours and hours at a time to the story. I need to be able to have the same level of energy and motivation and inspiration to sit down and write every time. And then it becomes a little bit more intimidating to sit down and write. It becomes a little bit more overwhelming to consider what it means to work on your manuscript. And so those bursts of inspiration come less and less, turns more overwhelming than it is exciting. If you do sit down to write, your progress isn't quite the same. You kind of get lost. You lose, you lose the forest for the trees and you just don't make the progress that you want to make. And pretty soon this becomes a dream that's just slow and ongoing. And you're like, yeah, I'm in the middle of it, but you don't really know where you are. You don't really know what you need to do to finish. You just kind of show up every now and then without much focus or direction. And you end up not making the progress that you want to make. I think that that is a creative cycle that a lot of us are going to be familiar with. Those initial bursts of inspiration followed by reverting to regular life until you think, oh, well, if I'm going to create, it always has to be at this level of intensity. And then that's overwhelming. And so then you just don't do it. In today's episode, I want to propose something different. I want to propose a different way of engaging with your writing, of engaging with your memoir in a way that is much less overwhelming and that will actually produce progress without requiring you to become a full-time writer. You are listening to the Memoir Method Podcast, the place for writers, readers, and anyone who appreciates the collective power of our stories. In this podcast, we explore the impact of memoir alongside an examination of writing techniques and strategies used in the genre. Whether you're an aspiring writer looking for inspiration and guidance, or a passionate reader seeking meaningful connections through shared experiences, the Memoir Method Podcast is your go-to conversation spot. I'm your host, Charlotte. I'm an editor, writer, and the heart behind bookish edits. I am so glad that you're here. 
let's get started. Okay, I'm gonna give you a couple other examples before we dive into the meat of today's episode. I want us to think about strength training. So I actually really love strength training because it is a low impact exercise and it's something that when done consistently yields real progress and noticeable results. Back several years ago, I used to see exercise as punishment and I have since reoriented my relationship to moving my body. But at the time I really hated exercise, but I also knew that my body wasn't feeling well and that I was pretty sure that moving my body would be helpful, but I also hated it. And so I created a reward system for myself. I found a six to seven week workout program. It combined strength workouts, it combined HIIT workouts, and some more restful stretching workouts, but I committed to following this program for six to seven weeks, and then I would reward myself with a book subscription that I had been wanting. And as I worked my way through this program, and these workouts were not long, they were less than 30 minutes every day, and with a rest day thrown in here and there. But I noticed that the more I did it, and again, this was not taking a ton of time every day, but I was getting stronger, I was feeling better, and my body felt different, and I could do more things, I had more stamina, And this was just in six to seven weeks of 20-minute workouts every day. This was not, you know, deciding to be a bodybuilder and spending five hours at the gym every day. These were 20-minute workouts in my living room. And I did get that book subscription. But most of all, I, the real reward from this experience was realizing that This small effort done regularly, it did not really take a ton of extra time Um, every day. It didn't require me to leave my house, but this small step was yielding very real results for me. And so it made it easier to continue to exercise and it made it easier to start exercising again when I fell out of the habit. Let's look at uh, the idea of compound interest and regular small deposits. I am not an accountant. I have several accountants in my family, uh, but the concept of compound interest is you deposit a small amount in, in a bank account with a compounded interest rate, and it just, it makes, it makes its own money. You know, kind of, it increases in value. And the more you make these small deposits, the more that value is going to increase and compound over time. You are going to make more money by making small deposits in a high yield savings account with compound interest than you would by making one annual bigger deposit. Let's go to something maybe some of us are a little bit more familiar with, reading. Uh, I Reading is a habit that has just been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. I've always been a reader. It's always been something that I have naturally made time for. It's not hard for me to make time for reading usually. It's just something that is such a priority to me that it just happens. I also know that's not how it is for everybody. I have, I can't tell you how many people I've interacted with in my life who are like, well, how do you read so much? Like I can never find time to read. 
And it's interesting because I wonder if these people are also having kind of the same hang up as we do with a lot of things that feel new and maybe overwhelming. Maybe they think that they have to be able to devote two or three hours a day to reading, like going to the gym for five hours a day to be fit, which is just not true. You don't have to do that. You can be fit by doing 20 minute workouts at home. And with reading, let's say you set a timer and spend 20 minutes a day reading, just 20 minutes a day. I did the math. In just 20 minutes a day, you will get almost 122 hours of reading in a year. And if we are, let's just assume that it takes you about eight hours to make it through a, through a book. And that's just kind of an average. Maybe you read slower, maybe you read faster. But if it takes you eight hours to make your way through just a regular book, that's 15 books a year, which is more than what the average American reads. Like, we're lucky if the average American reads one book a year. And I feel like I am kind of talking maybe to the wrong crowd for this. I feel like most of us read a bit more than that. I think most of us will probably be reading more than one book a year. But 20 minutes a day of reading will easily get you 15 books a year. So when we can break it down and realize, oh, these small efforts actually make a difference. We can take that principle and apply it to anything that we care about doing. This is called the compound effect. The compound effect is explored much more deeply in a book by Darren Hardy uh, that was published in 2010. But essentially, the compound effect is the concept that you can reap huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. It's the very principle behind the tortoise and the hare. Uh, this is where steady progress is, it, even if it's slower or smaller, is going to get you further than bursts of intense effort. And I want to apply the compound effect to writing in today's episode. So when we're thinking about writing, I illustrated at the beginning of the episode, I illustrated a situation that might be familiar to some of us with our writing. We think that we have to have intense energy to show up. If we're going to show up, we have to be able to show up a hundred a million percent. And so that becomes overwhelming because you can only do that so many times. And so eventually just kind of stop showing up. Or when you do, you show up from a place more of fear or feeling less than. And so you don't make the kind of progress that you could if you show up in it with a different mindset. One of the problems with writing is that we think that if we're going to write, we have to have everything line up perfectly for it to happen. We need more time. We need more experience. We need more practice writing. You need to learn how to write better, which I don't know. I mean, do people think your writing ability is going to magically improve without actually writing? <laughs> but it's those thoughts that, that all or nothing black and white thinking about writing that's going to prevent you from actually writing and making progress. Perhaps you have this, the solution to this problem is to just write. I know that sounds so simple and I know some of you are going to be shaking your fist at me because you're like, that's what I'm trying to do. But here's the truth. You can't edit a blank page. And the more you write, the more you write. In the current cohort that I have running right now of the Memoir Method Live program, we have weekly co-writing sessions. And we come together and we talk about the hangups and obstacles that we're having and 
we are able to kind of workshop some, we were able to workshop for our writers. And in one of these calls, one of the writers said, I just, I have so many ideas and I just don't even know what to write next. And I just want to get it perfect. And I, I laughed a little bit inside because I'm like, oh, a first draft is going to be far from perfect. And that's okay. Because when you have a first draft, then you have something to work with. When you have a first draft, you have a square one. And if you wait to be able to write it perfectly, then you're never going to write it. You cannot edit a blank page. So just write. Let's take the compound effect like what we did with reading. You know, we, we really broke down the numbers. 20 minutes a day is going to get you 122 hours of reading in a year, which uh, averages out to about 15 books a year. Let's take this situation. You write 500 words a day. That is about two pages double-spaced. That's not a ton. Uh, it's very doable is what I mean. Uh, not to say that it's easy. Sometimes, you know, sometimes getting out 500 words can be a lot. Um, it can feel like a lot, but it is doable. And so 500 words a day would mean that you would write a 65,000 word memoir in four months. How exciting is that? In four months with just writing 500 words a day, you would have a first draft of a 65,000 word memoir. What we're talking about here is we're talking small steps, simple steps, and steady steps. We want small, simple, and steady. Sometimes showing up small is also going to lead to big writing sessions and real breakthroughs. You know, sometimes when, when you sit down for your 20 minutes of reading and the timer goes off at 20 minutes, but you are at, you know, the chapter ends and you're like, oh my gosh, well, what's going to happen next? So you just keep reading. I think most of us will probably have that experience of staying up way too late, finishing a book or reading a book because you just don't want to stop. That's going to happen sometimes in your writing when you show up in these small ways. Sometimes showing up small is going to lead to a really big writing session, a really big breakthrough and writing moment for you. But you cannot have those breakthroughs if you don't show up first. And if you're thinking too big about your writing, then it's going to make it harder to show up. So let's make it smaller. I want to introduce you to one of my favorite internet people. Her name is Kendra Adachi. She's known as the lazy genius online. And I have been following her work and her content for years, years and years. So much so that my son, when her first book came out, told me, he said, oh, mom, is she the guide of your life? And I was like, you know what? Kendra kind of is the guide of my life. So I want to reference her first book. Uh, for a minute. It's called The Lazy Genius Way. It was published in 2020. And she has these uh, 12 or 13 principles for a lazy genius life. Her whole thing is be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Uh, she has her own podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. She's an absolutely fantastic person. And one of her, her second lazy genius principle is start small. And here's what she has a whole chapter on it. So I recommend grabbing the book and reading it. It's really one of my favorite resources. I revisit it often. And here's what she has to say about small steps. Even if you're moving toward a goal that does matter, which I'd say that writing your memoir does matter. Small steps are still your best bet because you'll actually move. 
If instead you put too much pressure on yourself with a big system, you'll spend more time tending to its maintenance and actually gaining momentum. A life of meaning doesn't happen in one fell swoop, but in small intentional decisions day after day. It's tended to and cared for. Shortcuts don't always work and big systems are even less effective. You might think if you don't build it big, it doesn't count. The smaller the step, the more likely you'll do it. The more you do it, the more you'll keep doing it, making it a meaningful part of your daily rhythm, which is what counts. Be a lazy genius and embrace the power of small steps. They matter, they count, and they're the best way to start moving. Starting small in your writing is the best way to ensure that you will write. Starting small in your writing is the best way to ensure that you are going to be able to hold the energy and hold the vision that you need to make progress and to write the story that you actually want to write. And here's the thing I want to kind of clarify a little bit about the compound effect. Small steps matter. Starting small is not only sustainable, it also is going to build big things with not the kind of effort that you think is necessary. Is Does writing a memoir take effort? Absolutely. But does it take like, do you have to have reached a certain level of superhuman intellect and skill to be able to do it? No, you do not. You just need to start. You need to start and you need to do so and create a writing rhythm in a way that is sustainable for you so that you can come back to it easily. It's not overwhelming to come back to this practice. I want to make a little bit of a clarification. Sometimes you're going to show up to write and you're going to write and write, but you don't really feel like you're getting anywhere. That is okay. There is still value in those writing sessions that feel like you're spinning in circles because it's better to write something than nothing. And then second, Your writing sessions are maximized when you can go into them with real and useful mindset strategies, when you have the tools that you need to look at your writing as an editor would. The thing with writing, especially for people who have never done it before, is having the perspective of a professional is very valuable, especially in memoir writing. You are so close to the content, like as close as anyone could be to what you're writing, and it can really help to have some tools to think objectively about it, to be able to look at your manuscript the way that an editor would. And those are things, those are mindsets that you can learn. So when you take these mindset tools with that daily action, that small action, you are going to create progress and momentum. That concept of mindset plus action equals progress is the very basis for this writing accelerator that I have coming up in November. I am calling it the Speedway, and it is a memoir writing accelerator to help you banish your writing blocks and take you to that finish line, whatever your finish line is. This month-long program is going to capitalize on the compound effect. It's going to show you the value of daily action, of daily work, that small daily work. I'm not asking you to take a whole month off of your life to write eight hours a day for 30 days. I'm asking you to show up for 20 minutes a day. This speedway is designed for writers who want to cross that manuscript finish line because they've been working on this for so long. 
This is for writers who want to take their random notes and draft a coherent and compelling manuscript, but they don't really know where to start. This is for writers who want real writing momentum, and you can generate that by starting where you are right now. This is for writers who want to be able to revise their manuscript without feeling lost or overwhelmed. So let me know if this sounds familiar. You've tried editing and revising on your own, but you're starting to realize that you don't know what you don't know. You've worked with an editor before, but they left you with a list of things to change without teaching you how to fix it, or even worse, changing things that weren't in line with your vision. You've tried finding an agent, but no one is biting. You're starting to wonder if your story is something anyone would even care about. And now I want you to picture this. It's the end of 2023. That's very soon, in case you're wondering. You're reflecting back on your year, and you're realizing that you did it. You wrote your memoir. You finished your manuscript. You've pushed through the blocks, frustrations, and imposter syndrome while deepening your understanding of narrative, story structure, and what makes a compelling memoir. You are ready for 2024. You're ready to take that manuscript and head into the next phase of publishing, whether that's shopping for an agent or starting the self-publishing process. You've got this, and all started in the Speedway. I created the Speedway to give writers the tools and encouragement they need to make progress and momentum in their memoir manuscript in a compressed amount of time, and we do that by capitalizing on the compound effect. In the Speedway, you're going to spend a little bit of time every day thinking about your memoir and doing something to move your writing forward. You will be able to make progress with as little as 20 minutes a day. Here's how the Speedway is set up. Every day for 30 days, I am going to be sending you a mini training. This is like 20 minutes or less. You can get this in your inbox or through a private podcast feed that I'll show you how to set up if that is how you like to listen to your content. Daily 20 minute or less trainings where we're going to tackle mindset and action. Then you get to take that training and apply it to your writing. Again, you can spend 20 minutes a day and make progress. Maybe some of those days will launch you into a longer writing session or a longer revision session, which is exciting, but you will make progress in 20 minutes a day. We are going to have weekly live calls with me with a Q&A where you can come bring your hangups, your thoughts, your questions, and we'll tackle all of that live. These live calls are so valuable for writers. I absolutely love them. We'll also have a private Facebook group for regular interaction with other writers and with daily support from me. The Speedway is essentially you get me in your back pocket for an entire month, for 30 days, and I am so excited. This writing accelerator is going to be perfect for you if you just want to finish your manuscript, if you want to make progress in your manuscript, if you don't feel like you know what you're doing yet, if you struggle with writer's imposter syndrome, if you feel stuck in the same spot in your manuscript thanks to writer's block, no time, or any combination of other writing hurdles. The Speedway is going to be the place you want to be if you want focus, encouragement, and direction all in one place. If you want to connect with other writers who are on a similar journey to you. If you want to experience editorial support in an immersive, accessible, and contained way. In the Speedway, we're going to use the compound effect to move you closer to your goals. We're going to use the compound effect to help you realize that, that you can write this story and that you are able to write this story. The value of 
the Speedway is well over $1,000 and I, I'm opening enrollment at a fraction of that price because I want this to be accessible. I want you to succeed and I want to give you all the tools that you need to do so. Enrollment is open through Tuesday, October 31st, and we kick off first thing on Wednesday, November 1st. I want you to be there. I want you to invest in yourself and take this leap because I know that this container, this accelerator is going to change your life. It's going to change your manuscript. You're going to come out of the Speedway as a different and better writer with a different and better manuscript. You are going to realize and see for yourself that progress in your writing does not require you to become a full-time writer. Progress in your writing can happen in as little as 20 minutes a day. I promise. I'm so excited for what we have coming up in the Speedway. This is a new format for me, but it is built on the same vision and principles that I use in my interactions with my one-on-one -on -one writers and in how I build other programs. This is a bookish edits experience, which means it's a highly personal experience. It is an experience that is empowering and elevating and is going to produce momentum and progress from you. You are going to see yourself differently and you're going to be different and it's going to be thrilling. I am so excited for the Speedway and I want you to be there. To learn more about the Speedway, so many more details are on the website. You can go to bookishedits.com slash speedway. And to get 10% off of your enrollment, you can use the code podcast at checkout. I am I want you to be here. I just I think that this program is going to be transformative for everyone involved. And and most of all, I want you to see the value of your story. I want you to prove to yourself what you can do. I want you to push yourself in a way that challenges how you see the act of writing, how, how you see yourself as a writer. I want you to prove to yourself that you can do this. And the best way to do this is to use the compound effect, to start small. Starting small is going to move you forward. Waiting for bursts of energy and inspiration is only going to get you so far. When you can take small steps and then couple that with an editorial mindset, with real strategies on how to think and interact with your manuscript, you will be amazed at the progress you make in just 30 days. Again, head to bookishedits.com speedway to enroll. If you want to, if you have questions, you can find me on Instagram at charlotte.edits.books. You can also email me at hello at bookishedits.com to ask more questions. I want to make sure that you feel like this is a good fit and I want to answer as many questions as I can for you. I created this for you and I want you to be there because I know that it's going to change everything for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you in the Speedway and I'll see you next time. You've just listened to an episode of the Memoir Method Podcast. The Memoir Method Podcast is presented by Bookish Edits. If you liked what you heard, the best way to support the show is to subscribe through your preferred podcast player. And if you're feeling especially inspired, I'd love it if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review really does help other readers and writers like yourself find the show. 
If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on my website at bookishedits.com or on Instagram at charlotte.edits.books. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.